who are you? It's a difficult question, but many people find an answer in this thing called identity, which is really just a combination of the common and unique traits that makes you distinguishable from someone else. Today, we're going to be analyzing the pursuit of identity and how that ironically changes your current identity, as well as the consequences that appear in the pursuit of identity, specifically a life where you can feel at home in your own body, but you may not be accepted by society. In the end, I think it's a consequence we should still take because the pursuit of authenticity and the feeling of fulfillment are more important, regardless if we live in a world with or without freedom. So with the help of two texts, Anthem and the Nether, let's begin the deep dive. Let's first analyze why the pursuit of identity causes us to change our identity. Often when you question who you are, you actually realize the flaws that you have. And as a result, the desire to change appears. The Greek philosopher Socrates emphasized the importance of knowing thyself, which Professor Jordan Peterson elaborates on. One of the first ways to come to know yourself is to understand that you don't. Our flaws often stem from accepting beliefs through osmosis and peer pressure, even though our true identity may not believe them. For Anthem's equality, he accepts the idea of brotherhood because that's all he's exposed to. Quote, we would work for our brothers gladly and willingly. End quote. It was clear equality was different compared to most of his brothers, but he suppressed his natural traits. For equality and most of us, the desire to be accepted by others causes us to sacrifice our unique identity in hopes of just fitting into a group, even if assimilating leads to a lesser quality of life. And this is why people can get peer pressured into doing drugs or drinking alcohol. As a victim of herd mentality, equality once strived to have an identity indistinguishable from his brothers. Quote, we strive to be like all men, for all men must be alike. End quote. Can you imagine if everybody looked the same and acted the same in our world? It probably wouldn't be the best. But luckily for equality, while working in the tunnel, expressing his technical mind and sharing his discoveries with the World Council, he realizes that he can actually accomplish more than the scholars by acting alone. When equality's electrical invention is rejected, along with his identity, he rebels against the city and the person he once was. Quote, to be free, man must be free from his brothers. End quote. The shift between these two quotes, the psychological shift from brotherhood to individuality, shows that when pursuing one's identity, the group influence beliefs held are not a representation of someone's authentic self. The beliefs that equality had in relation to brotherhood did not truly represent who he was on the inside. This journey of personal identity helped him remove the flaws of herd beliefs, and as a result, he's become a new person than who he once was. Using this knowledge of becoming a new person we can understand why the pursuit of identity helps you live in your true body. But by becoming a new person, you can also begin to lack acceptance within a society. People dislike change in this world, a world that is unpredictable as depicted by the sitcom Community. Chaos already dominates enough of our lives. The universe is an endless raging sea of randomness. Our job isn't to fight it, but to weather it together on the raft of life, a raft held together by those few rare, beautiful things that we know to be predictable. People often attempt to define their identity by the constants in their life to survive, those beautiful things. A certain friend group, a home to return to every day, a job to devote life to, or even a place to molest children. Disrupting these constants allows the world's uncertainty to engulf us. 
This is why Papa runs the hideaway like a business, where objectivity is required to keep us afloat. Sadly, that objectivity is entirely based on Papa's subjective view. So when Doyle decides to take the leap and form a new identity, only existing in the nether, that change overwhelms Papa's constants. And since Papa wants to avoid a path of chaos, much like we do, he rejects Iris's pursuit of identity. And action. Am I special? Not just as Iris? You are Iris. No! I am more than that! I am more than something you've made! Do you love me? I don't think you should cross. Cut. After being rejected, Iris can't live in the body she feels at home in, and she is unable to revert back to her old identity as half Doyle, half Iris, because she knows it holds flaws. With no identity to accept, one could claim there is no Doyle, there is no Iris, which comes true when the empty body commits suicide. This psychological case can show what reality can be for any of us who pursue our identity, because humans define their identity based on things outside of their own existence. I am Canadian, but if I don't exist, Canada still does. I have loving parents, but if I don't exist, again, they still do. Our existence relies on things outside of ourselves, and it's hard to control anything but ourselves. I can't control whether you click off this podcast right now. Iris is in the same position. Her pursuit of identity is in the hands of Papa, someone she can't control. The only true control we have is what we define our identity by. But most of the time, the new identity being forged needs certain things. For example, if I'm a soccer player for most of my life and that is a part of my identity, and all of a sudden I have my leg cut off, it's going to be extremely hard to form a new identity since I can no longer play soccer. In summary, people define their identity based on things outside of themselves. And that's a problem because you can't control what other people think or do. They can decide whether you can pursue your identity. And if they decide to reject you, the effects are often psychological damage. Okay, so let's continue on this path of consequences from pursuing identity. And specifically comparing worlds that restrict and give freedom to individuals. And what you will find in both cases is that the opinions of society are impossible to avoid. Let's start with a world that restricts freedom through rules, which makes it difficult to pursue identity in the first place. This is exactly what Anthem does. Too many people can't even begin the pursuit of identity in hopes of becoming a new person because they have no opportunity to do so. All they do is the job that they have been assigned. Even when Equality is able to take on a new identity and present his findings to the World Council of Scholars, he is rejected by society based on a rule. Quote, what is not done collectively cannot be good. End quote. Okay, now let's look at the perspective of our reality, which gives complete freedom to thoughts and ethical actions. People can pursue their identity and therefore form a new identity, but their new identity can still be rejected by society. For example, the pursuit of identity through sexuality has increased in the past few years. A study estimates that the number of transgender adults significantly increased over the past decade. More people are finding a home in their body, but hate crimes in response to changing conventions arise. So even though a transgender person would not define their identity by a random stranger on the street, being attacked due to the body they choose will surely affect their identity. Being black resembles a similar scenario, which can be described as the big fish theory. The potential of certain people is suppressed because their identity is confined by society, just like a fish is confined to the size of its bowl. 
So even if a black person believes he is a white man and that's a part of his identity, he will still be confined to a bowl because society sees him as a black man. And lastly, you may consider the nether, which can be seen as a world with complete freedom, allowing even unethical actions. The hideaway surpasses the main problem of our world by disregarding the person behind this virtual avatar. Quote, It draws people who are broken. I know that. But I don't judge them. They are a part of us too. They are a part of the world. God does not judge them. Why should we? End quote. But for Iris, this is clearly not the case. Her new identity is clearly rejected. In reality, the hideaway more closely resembles a dictatorship because the objective world Papa says he has created is only subjectively based on the image he has formed. In all cases, no matter what, rules will exist that limit one's ability to pursue their identity, and the freedom to judge others will limit acceptance in society. Okay, Adam, so if there's all these consequences in pursuing identity, why should we even begin this journey? I would say in hopes of achieving fulfillment, happiness, and avoiding a feeling of emptiness, one needs to act in an authentic way. And to be authentic, a strongly accepted, unique identity must exist. An identity that you truly believe in. The people of Anthem strive to be so similar that they are indistinguishable. Yet they live with fear, not happiness. When Doyle can't fully live in the nether, he commits suicide. Going back to his old identity was not even an option, because Doyle does not represent who he is. Iris did. If you want to adopt another identity to fit in with a group, the another has a response to that too. Quote, the desire to live as someone else is a symptom of depression. End quote. In contrast, by definition, to feel fulfilled, one must achieve a desire. But living inauthentically leads to desires which one does not really believe in, and therefore they can't be fulfilled in the first place. Okay, let's wrap this all up. Pursuing identity will change the pursuer. We are defining identity through our everyday actions. And choosing identity is a prerequisite to fulfillment. And it's the only thing you truly have control over. So how should we pursue identity according to these books? Well, Anthem teaches us we should look for opportunities to explore who we are. Like Equality received the opportunity to explore technology from the unmentionable times. The Nether demonstrates how finding the right people in a safe place to express your identity can enhance your feelings and the ability to be authentic. Steve Jobs even offers his own approach for pursuing identity. For the past 33 years, I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. But sometimes the world is going to want you to be someone else. I would rather be hated for who I am than loved for someone who I'm not. What will you choose? Well, I guess that just depends on the identity you want to pursue. A pursuit that you should take.